and plug it in here. Plugged. Man. I'm sorry this takes so long. Michael you forced my be. hand. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Michael, you forced my hand. I kept asking you, like, oh, do you have a camera? Can you use it? You're like, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I did say possibly like 20 times. <laughs> Hello everyone, this is Casual Experts Only. I'm Mike, and whether this is your first time listening or not, I want to welcome you to this podcast where myself and our other host Luke discuss all sorts of topics. And by all sorts of topics, I pretty much just mean TVs and movies and comics, but you know, we have, we have a fun time. And speaking of fun times, this following episode is just me and my friends, James and Ethan, just sitting around and talking about the Batman. And <laughs> full disclosure, uh, we did record this a while ago, uh, closer to when the Batman came out, um, so just keep that in mind. But yeah, we had a lot of fun, and that opening little uh, clip I played was actually... James having some technical difficulties setting this up. Thought it was this little funny clip. So, anyway, we had a lot of fun with this, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Yo! Every- fuck you. <laughs> 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 Hello everyone and welcome to the channel. I'm Mike and today I'm joined by my friends James and Ethan. And Hi everyone. Yeah, Ethan actually designed the logo for for my social media. So uh go go give him a follow on Instagram at uh, Twisted Gods IG and check out his YouTube channel. Yeah. Twi- yeah. <laughs> and check out his YouTube Twisted Gods. Uh and don't check out James's social media. It's just, it's just weird shit. <clears throat> Mm. <laughs> Among us. <laughs> Among yeah. Isn't it like freaking like monkey furniture? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. So today we are talking about the Batman. <clears throat> and if you have not seen the movie yet for some weird reason, there's gonna be spoilers. So this is basically a spoiler talk. So you've you spoiler have been warned. Warning. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler warning. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. All of them. Oh. Alright. So all three of us have obviously seen the movie, and mm. I think it's Long safe to times. say we all yeah. very much enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I would agree with that statement. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, so I think just <clears throat> diving right into it, I think let's just start talking about like the plot and the story and what you thought about that. Because I-, I thought it was pretty interesting. Just overall, like I really liked the detective elements. I think this is really the mm-hmm. first first batman movie that really like delved into like the detective story roots because obviously originally batman was from the detective comics um label yes Yes. so i thought it was really cool the whole story the whole movie was basically just a it was like a murder mystery which we we knew going into it but they did they they really did it well they blew it out of the water yeah Uh, i thought they did a very good job with it with the suspense factor it reminded me very much of um, the movie Seven. Yeah, yeah. A um, lot of people yeah. comparing it. Morgan Freeman. It's yeah. very much like yeah, that, my... and I think they did a very good job with it. Yeah, yeah. As, as James said, um, Matt Reeves inspired by Seven, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. When he was doing um, based off the killer John Doe. Yeah, and he, um, that and um, 
also the Zodiac Killer in I real forget life. the name. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the design was based off. Um, yeah, it, it reminds me a lot of the Arkham games as well. With yes. The, mm, uh, yes, yes. Figuring out, figuring out the plot. Yes, and, yeah. definitely. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I really liked uh, that they made Riddler more than just like a guy who just kind of, you know, leaves r- r- riddles and robs banks and stuff. You know, he, they made him a yeah. serial killer, but they yeah. still kept... They still kept enough elements where it still felt like Riddler, you know, with all the, obviously, the riddles and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he still felt a little wacky. Yeah, a little, little bit, but not to the point where it kind of took you out of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Especially when he became unmasked, and yeah. he just kind of looks like a goofy, yeah. a goofy dork. Yeah. Yeah, like, oh, I, I remember... yeah, it's very Riddler. <laughs> yeah, I remember sitting in the in the theater when, when I was watching it, and... There's a scene where they're in Arkham and Batman's yeah. um, speaking to him, like trying to unfold what he hasn't figured out. And it's the first time you actually see him, like if yeah. you haven't watched the trailer, if you've only watched the trailers. And like, I can remember seeing him when I was watching it, I, I felt like he looked like what I had envisioned Edward Nygma yeah. to mm-hmm. look like. Yeah, well, I think he's called Edward Ashton in this. But, yeah, yeah, yeah th- that's actually an interesting detail. In the original comics, like he kind of went by both names. I think originally his name was Edward Ashton, or at some point early on it was Edward Ashton, and then as it went as the comics went on, yeah. they started calling him Edward Nigma to be more, you know, Enigma, you know, whatever. So question mark, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I, I remember when uh, Paul Dano was cast as Riddler, like what two or three years ago now. And I was thinking, like, man, yeah. you know, that would work really well. Like, he really definitely looks the part. And I think they even made him look more like more like the part, you know, with the glasses and everything. I think this really worked well. Yeah. And actually... Yeah, in interviews... Yeah. Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, apparently Matt Reeves, I think, was inspired to cast him as Riddler from uh, his role in the movie um, Love and Mercy, which was about the Beach Boys, like the main singer, Brian Wilson. Which is kind of interesting because, like, yeah. he, he, Paul Dana was really good at that, but I I figured he would it would have been from the his role in Prisoners where he played like a really like weird like sadistic well not really sadistic but just like a weird guy. I kind of figured that that, that would have been the role that <laughs> that really made Matt Reeves cast him, but apparently not. Yeah. Yeah. When. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> 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 huh? Yeah. You go ahead, Ethan. Who's speaking? <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess um, I was, I was going to... Oh, or James. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who's speaking? I don't know. I don't know. Um, fight fight I, I hadn't seen I hadn't seen Paul Dano in anything else, mm-hmm. really. I know I knew of him. Um, so when I saw he was cast, I was like, I don't know. I'm open to it. And he yeah. did a really good job. I yeah. thought he did a really good job. Definitely. Um, he's he's he one of those... He looks the part. Yeah, and he's I, I one of those—he's so. one of those actors that really like kind of changes and really becomes the character. He's definitely more of a character actor. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was really good. Now, yeah, finally, Ethan. Your you turn. Say- <laughs> um, I remember when I first saw him, like when he was announced as cast. Um, I wasn't too sure about it to be honest. Sure. And then, like as the interviews went on, because he like he's always speaking about who his favorite like adaptation of Batman was mm. and I wasn't too sure on his basic like just looks as like, I wasn't too sure because he looks blonde in some of the um True. Yeah. like interviews and stuff and <sighs> I think when they put him in the movie like especially in that scene I was talking about earlier yeah 
with the glasses and the hair like the down and messy and like it, right. it looked dorky like you said so i think that's what solidified him as the riddler for me fun little um i guess fact about that which you would know if you read the prequel novel that was um i did not before the movie yeah apparently Apparently, when he was a teenager, he started, like, going to garage sales and just, like, buying random stuff, and he would buy old um, greeting cards and stuff uh, that he thought were cool or thought he could, like, turn into a riddle or something, so I'm guessing either he kept those and those were the cards that were in the movie, or he just Mm -hmm. continued to, like, collect greeting cards and that, you know, that kind of became one of his things, because pretty much all of the clues he left for Batman, for the most part, were greeting cards. cards. Yeah. 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 What did you yeah. what did you think of like his plot overall? Because at first it felt like it was going to be kind of generic, like I place bombs all <laughs> over the city, you know. But then by the end, it was actually a little kind of unique because it was just so like grounded. Like it was kind of basic, like to shoot everybody. But at the same time, it felt more like realistic oh. and like it, it could actually happen, which made it a little bit more disturbing, I think, than a lot of like comic book movie villain plots. I thought. I thought it was I think it had multi layers. Yeah. Um to where like from face value, just from an outsider looking in, it's something someone can get behind being he wants yeah. change. Yeah. And he wants to take all the scum or the the corrupt people out of the system and out of the city. Which a lot of people could get behind. That's why he had a lot of supporters. Yeah. Um But then he he becomes a little more like the more the plan goes into like this is where it's multi-layered where the plan kind of delves into itself and you realize he's kind of insane <laughs> oh really and he's like <laughs> a little bit he's gonna crash the seawall down and flood everybody out yeah. and drown everybody and then he he's gonna um he doesn't even know if the new gu- mayor will be corrupt he right. just isn't even giving her the chance yeah so he's just like murdering people in the the uh whatever that place was like yeah center gotham square garden yeah yeah where he's just murdering people well he's not but like his disciples are who are going with the plan basically and that was his plan all along because it's all been planned out plan like you know grading card by greeting card for batman so from face value it's a pretty good plan yeah and then it gets a little more crazy which i think makes sense yeah, that's my thought um, on on the whole story arc of his. Yeah, I, just, um, I remember when I was watching it, I felt like the plan was sort of cliche in, in a way. Mm-hmm. Like it was like I'm angry at people. I'm going to destroy the city, take True. over whatever. Yeah, and then you learn about because obviously corruption's always been tied into Batman's like yeah, definitely story. I guess is is his character and. Um, I feel like in a way, even though he was unsuccessful in like himself, he was locked up, obviously. Um, he was still successful in what, like he still had an effect on Gotham. And yeah. that I feel like that should resonate with Batman as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, speaking of that, I think Batman's whole arc throughout this movie was very, very interesting. I think it's, in my opinion, it's probably one of the best arcs we've seen Batman, like live action. Cause it's, I would agree. And, like, cause yeah. like, it doesn't start out, it like, with Ben Affleck's Batman, which which I do like, he kind of starts out where he is kind of supposed to be, like, you're supposed to go, like, whoa, he's kind of unhinged, like, yikes, you know? But in this, like, he starts out being still relatively the Batman we know, 
you know, he's definitely like, you know, more on a path of vengeance, but it's still not just like, geez, dude, calm down. You know, it's still, you know, you're still like, yeah, kick his ass, you know, but you know, yeah. by the end of the movie, like they, they really make you think like, oh, you know, he, he did have an effect, but it was more to spread more violence in a way. And he realized he needs to be more of a beacon of hope than of vengeance. I thought that was very cool. Honestly, one of the most like heroic Batman messages we've seen in live action. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say it's kind of like a, it's kind of halfway, kind of like a, uh, a coming of self. Yeah. Coming like, what's that, what's that term? Like, yeah. Um, you're, you're learning how you're learning how to be yourself kind of storyline. Almost, almost like a coming where, of age with Batman. Yeah. With an adult yeah coming Batman. of age. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Where at the start, he's just kind of, he wants to make everybody fear him, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then at the end, he wants to give people hope because it's giving everybody the wrong message. Yeah. And people, like at the start of the movie, everybody's afraid of Batman. Yeah. Like the guy he tried to save when he right. was getting beat up in the subway. Yeah, exactly. That is not a good image for Batman. So at the end, yeah. they they had that really good scene where he's carrying the woman mm-hmm. to the stretcher and she's getting helicoptered away and she wants him to stay with her. Yeah. And yeah, she holds it's, on. It's, it's, yeah, it's a completely different it's a completely different turnaround from the start of the movie because he's a beacon of hope now instead of a beacon of fear for criminals. Right. Which extends to the general population. Yeah, yeah which I kind of yeah. think he's both by the end. Like, I think he's still going to, like, you know, strike fear into criminals, yeah. but then give, yeah. like, innocent people hope that you're like, oh, he's he, he's a hero looking out for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think... I think um... Yeah, I agree with James. Um, like when it, at the start, because they have the monologue as like the opening scene, don't they? Right. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, "It's not just a call; it's a warning." And then he says that fear is a tool. So he's like, like he's using fear as a way to instill it into people to like deter yeah. them from crime, and also to like, it's like he doesn't want anyone to really. I don't know how to put it. Like he wants to be alone, in a way. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't really want to be involved with Gotham. He just wants yeah. to stop the. Which, the criminals, basically. If it was a really, really strong message and everybody took it to heart, that would work perfectly. But usually but that doesn't happen. Yeah. yeah, and there's always those people like the Riddler who... Well, the Riddler was kind of a fan of his, but there's always like the criminals yeah. level, like Penguin and stuff who well, like aren't scared well, at of the, At the start of the movie, um, it shows all the scenes with the criminals that are doing yeah. you know, crimes. Yeah. And yeah. they're still doing them, but then they, when their fear gets a hold of them, they're like, they run away. And we yeah. know that they're not just going to be like, oh, I'm never doing another crime. Yeah. I'm never going to hold up yeah. another store. Right. But in that moment, when it like showed up in their brain, they're like, yeah, I'm a little scared. <laughs> like when you're walking in the yeah. dark and you're like, you're just walking, you're walking to your car or something. And yeah. then you look off to the right and it's just pitch blackness. Mm. You're like, hey, there could be a guy <laughs> there. could be there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. it's, it's kind of like that, and it works half the time, right. but the other half of the time it doesn't. Yeah, well, yeah, it's like it's like the fear of what could be for mm-hmm. criminals. Yeah. More yeah. of what is definitely going to happen because he says that you can't be everywhere at once. Yeah, and it's like if he can't be everywhere at once, then the shadows will be, and the shadows is where he could be. Right. So you never know where he is. Yeah. So it's like yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we mentioned that opening scene a couple of times, which I thought was really, really cool. It's just like the first, like, yeah, really really done. Really yeah, like the voiceover really lent to it and really made it feel like a, like just like a, a a Batman comic book or a graphic novel like coming to life. 
I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And it, you know, I I couldn't help smiling for like the first 10, 10 minutes. I'm like, damn, this is this is really Batman. This is yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he keep, he keeps the diary as well. Yeah, which like, is, of his of his nights. Yeah, that was a cool detail, and so and so is like that uh, video recording lens that like re- records basically yeah, like the, everything he does. Yeah. I thought it'd be a way of like detective mode from the games. Yeah, and so it's like you can sort of analyze me too, like UV light and stuff like that. Yeah, but I think I prefer what they did more with it of it recording like, all his stuff. So he watches it back. It's like he has to live with the pain which I thought was quite a cool detail. Right, he can, yeah, that, and also he basically has that record forever that he can go back and, like, analyze, And because oftentimes in the moment you don't notice things, you know, but if he can play it back and be like, oh, there's a thing over there I didn't see, or here's this, or even, um, like, he kind of scanned that one card that the, f- yeah. the first card Rid- Riddler gave him, and he, like, even print printed out a picture of it so he could, you know, crack the cipher and stuff. thought that was cool. Yeah. So we talked a lot about Batman and Riddler, but what did you guys think of the other characters like Catwoman, Penguin, Alfred, uh, Falcone? Um, I, I I liked um, uh, Colin Farrell's performance as Penguin. Yeah. Um, you you can't tell that it's him under the makeup, obviously. No, um, not at all. Yeah. Um, because Penguin's been like portrayed as being cockney british there's like his character trait like he's got that sort of accent on him yeah that's that's more was... of a more like recent thing it's like in like in the in the arkham yeah. games and in the, the yeah. telltale games too yeah and i think it was nice to sort of step back and see him for like being like true american obviously yeah, yeah. um yeah, I think I think he he gave me the most laughs in the movie. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, like when he's like, "Take it easy, sweetheart." And stuff yeah. Like, that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, why? What are you showing me? You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would I agree. That scene was funny. Yeah, I, I would agree that probably my favorite secondary character out of the whole film was probably mm-hmm. the penguin. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Very perfectly acted. Yeah. And I I think it's very deserving of its own show. Oh yeah, um, that'll be yeah. In- I, I can't wait for that. Yeah. That's one of the yeah, actual superhero shows. One of the superhero shows that I'll actually probably watch. Yeah, intently. Yeah. Um, now characters other than him, I did really like. Um, oh, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, Selena Kyle. Selena Kyle. Zoe Kravitz. Um, Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, very very good. I I really enjoyed it. I thought she did really good. Yeah, me um, too. I'd say my my Same perfect thing. my favorite live action like favorite Batwoman. favorite yeah yeah that, yeah I, I, I thought it was a, it was an amazing performance yeah um she really em- keep it short. embodied the character well and um Jim Gordon oh very yeah. very very good character yeah very different side yeah. I think of Jim Gordon that mm-hmm. we got to see because we got to he's a lot more involved in this story than we've ever really seen yeah. in a live action performance like I know in the like the Dark Knight trilogy he's in it. But not to such a scale where yeah. he's bringing him in on crime scenes and getting his opinion. And he's like, we constantly see him throughout the movie. He's like helping Batman bust the the drug ring right there, like after, right before mm-hmm. the car scene, right. um, the car chase scene. And he's constantly at the, uh, you know, the light tower. The, right. Yeah. The, the beacon of fear. Uh, <laughs> light tower. Yeah. Um. I, I I think he did a really good job. What's his name? Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright, yeah. That's it. I thought 
I, I've seen him in a couple other things. And yeah, me too. Everything I've seen him is super good. Really good actor. Yeah. Yeah, I loved his uh, performance. I think that, that, that resonated as well. Yeah, I think he did yeah. a really good job of, you know, definitely, you know, being Jim Gordon that we know from the comics and everything, but also kind of adding his own, like, spin to it. It kind of had, had his own, like, personality that was a, unique to this version. Yeah, I, f- I feel like he was he was sort of like the Robin for this story. Like yeah. He was, he was always with Batman. He was always figuring stuff out with him. Well, yeah. And, it, yeah. It was, it, was, it was almost like a buddy cop dynamic between the two of them you yeah. know yeah like some some people have compared that to seven kind of the dynamic between like brad pitt mm-hmm. and Mo morgan freeman yeah those two yeah and the i i just looked up the list for like all the characters and i'm like yeah. man they're all so good yeah i like, think honestly all Andy the actors Circus, yeah oh my they all did they all gave their 100 percent of the movie every every single one of them i thought yeah. And they yeah, all got really off. quality actors. They're oh, all yeah. not one person had a bad a bad performance. Even like mm-hmm. the stand-in cops and like the yeah. police chief. Everybody had a yeah. Yeah. and like oh what's his name? Um, the one uh, DA that gets oh, captured yeah. um, by the Riddler. Even him, he did an amazing job. It's true. Like, yeah, everybody in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like everybody. Definitely. Everybody. Yeah, everybody yeah. did a great job. Yeah, I definitely agree. And yeah, and speaking of the secondary characters, like. Um, they didn't really rely a whole lot on um, a whole lot of characters from the comics for like my, like Bella Real. She was an, an original character, yeah. and I could be wrong. I think Gil Coulson was too, the DA, um, and mm-hmm. so were a few of the other characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the commissioner, like Pete Savage, I think he's a character in the comics, but they they did they didn't really rely on the like um, characters yeah. from the comics. But you know, I think partially because they they had such a small role. But even the characters with really small roles like had a really important impact to this story, even though they didn't have a whole lot of scenes or screen time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's usually Harvey Dent that's the DA in like every movie, right? Yeah. Which I feel like that might be a setup for like the next ones. Maybe Har- Har- Harvey Dent becomes the DA, and they like, get the a new order. DA. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure. Yeah, because it's... I'm sure the last one's not uh, bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert: yeah. uh, Better one nearly dies. Yeah, uh, that's the plan is to assassinate her. And I was when I was sat in the in the movie theater, I was, I was thinking they're gonna kill her off and then bring in Harvey Dent for the next movie. Me too. I was like, it's typical, but they didn't, and it surprised me. I think it would be really cool because they, um, if they did like a, because I don't know, are we confirmed for a trilogy not or not? I can't remember. Relatively, they're, they're smart. The Relatively, sequel, if it does well, I guess. But yeah. I think it would be really cool. Just a tiny bit off topic. Just give me one second. Because <laughs> um, this movie is like two years into Batman. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If they if they go another like, because it doesn't have to be immediately after this. It would True. be really cool if it was like two or four years later, mm-hmm. and then you could still you could see like um the mayor. Yeah. At like the end of her campaign, of her term, like after a four-year term, yeah. Yeah. or like at the next um, re-election, yeah. that would be really cool. I think that would like, be interesting. You could see like the the city four years later and mm-hmm. see if that worked with that character that we already know. Yeah, and then also you could skip forward and see Batman. You know, epic four <laughs> years later. Yeah. yeah. Well, with I a bunch, with a bunch of new gadgets and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they are really set up. Um... Like any like definite characters or villains for the sequel, uh, Matt yeah. said he wanted to do Mister Freeze. Oh um, yeah, I remember that. Which I think that, that would be that would be interesting to see his like more realistic, grounded take on him. Um, yeah. Mister Freeze. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, I think that would be interesting. And yeah, like, the uh, very last scene, it's not definitely confirmed Joker. Joker, he said the Joker's not going to be in the next movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's confirmed that, but it could be in like the next, like the third one, or it could do like two trilogies, or yeah, you, you never know. Yeah, I re- yeah. I really hope they don't make Joker if he is in it. Like, he's not like the main guy, at least not for a while. Yeah, main villain because they've, yeah. they've done that so many times. You know, I'd rather see other villains they yeah. really explored much. And and it doesn't matter. I think a really nice thing to try and avoid with movies is comparisons because yeah. this yeah. movie is it suffered a lot from comparisons because a lot of people hold the Dark mm-hmm. Knight trilogy in such a high regard. Yeah, it's clashing. This, it, it, it's always clashing, and nobody like. People that already have their made mind up about that trilogy are not gonna have anything like enter their brain about yeah. this movie, like infect. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you go with the characters that they've already had in that series, right, you're gonna face a lot of backlash against against uh, your characters it's, with fans, especially like Joker, the Scarecrow, yeah. Two Face, yeah. Joker, and, Joker, and, and right. um, Bane. Right. Bane. Oh yeah. Like those those four characters. A lot of people, those are their favorite renditions of those characters in those movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people disagree. Like, like when you see I am Bane. one of them. Yeah, but like, I, I, <laughs> I think, I think I would probably stay away from doing that style. Like where, I think the yeah. Joker could give Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger's Joker a run for his money. Yeah, but, um. It would probably be best to stay away from it and build up your your trilogy and you know yeah. your the respect of the fans because if you make two good quality movies in a row yeah you know in everybody's eyes they might be a little bit more open to like the main characters that they you know love yeah like Heath Ledger's Joker they would maybe be open to the idea in the third movie right maybe yeah yeah it's hard to play on like the iconic um like when you say bane people think of tom hardy like and his voice for bane right they think of his makeup and stuff yeah Yeah, yeah. and uh, that's hard to clash with but they did um i don't know if it was a direct reference but the titan that he injects himself with that gives him like an adrenaline boost right i don't know if that could be before it was just a journaling shot yeah that yeah exactly that's actually a good thing i kind of wanted to bring up like what do you what do you guys think of is it like an adrenaline shot or venom a lot of people are okay. saying it was venom I, but i feel like yeah venom is the really easy answer and the yeah. only reason people think it's venom is because of the color and it was yeah. very, very green you know it was right. it was like a mountain dew can yeah i thought i thought it was kind of just in the moment, I mean, the only reason we think it's an adrenaline shot is because we know Bane is in the is in. The, you mean Venom? Blah blah blah. I mean Venom, Venom. Yeah. Um, so we already know it's in the universe. Blah blah blah. But to me, I just thought it was an adrenaline shot because it seems yeah. like the type of thing that Batman would have on his person, especially considering in that the rest special situation. Yeah, and especially considering the rest of the movie is r- pretty grounded, I feel like they wouldn't necessarily bring up something like Venom without like having an actual like plot line. It you know. Um, with yeah. it, it may it make more sense for it to just be like an it, adrenaline shot, but and it seems like such a throwaway thing. It's just they didn't yeah. lead up to it. It's just like pop, stick, right. throw away, and you're you're beating up a guy, right? And again, it, it does lead to that scene where um he's got the Riddler thug, like pinned down, and then he says, yeah. "I'm vengeance," right. and that's what like it makes Batman. It sits back yeah. and he's like, "This is what I created." Yeah, yeah. I thought that that, that, that was a very important 
poignant scene in the whole movie and just kind of like really shifted his you know his viewpoint his vision viewpoint. of what he is right exactly which yeah i thought that was very well done they they didn't like it was important but it wasn't like you know it could have been overplayed but it it, it really wasn't yeah um yeah you talk about the um yeah final the final fight as well after uh, i feel like it was yeah let, let's just talk about bit... that now <laughs> oh yeah sure um i feel like it was a bit over dramatized like it it mm. Oh no, under underdone like the whole movie's been leading to this point and it just turns out it's like him it's not even the actual riddler mm-hmm. and i get that because of the actual plot of him being locked up he's like he's still winning against batman right on like mm-hmm. the outside but i feel like it was it was just like a few guys that he took out and the scene was it was amazing like the shot the yes. uh, cinematography the performance from like even down to the goons mm-hmm. but i feel like it was a little underwhelming if i'm honest but i, I still yeah. enjoyed it a, t- a tiny bit anticlimactic. I yeah, and I don't really know I what I would say for them to do differently. Right. I mean, I feel no, like you just have the feeling. Right. And I feel like it matched the tone of the rest of the movie, but yeah, and it was a, the plot. That's what the plot was. Yeah, where it was inspiring yeah. others to finish his work, even mm-hmm. though he can't. It's true, though. Like they didn't really. There wasn't really any like competition. Like he he easily beat the crap out of them until the very end when he actually got shot with that shotgun, yeah. which which I did like. I did like that they showed Batman actually like getting kind of like laid out on his ass because sometimes like it's easy yeah. to like make Batman like this immortal god type character who never really gets hurt. But I did like that they kind of showed him actually like take a bullet and like be really injured like to the point where he needed an mm-hmm. adrenaline shot to actually you know uh, save Selina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it shows that he's, st- he's like still human, even though he's like right. took on the role of the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see what you say was a little underwhelming. Um, I do think they really did a good job ramping up the tension. You know, before the like the yeah. like I think the like the beginning of the fight was very climactic. You know, when he just like blew, blew up the roof and like dropped down and like you know. Um, yeah. Shot those two guys with the grappling guns, all that stuff, and then and then it went on for a, a while longer. And yeah, maybe it was like a little um, anticlimactic, but still still pretty good. And like, I think the action overall, like the fighting um, choreography and everything, was was pretty damn good throughout the whole movie. It was good. It was pretty damn good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah which I think a lot of people were expecting, and I I, I think it delivered. Um, I don't think there was anything like as bombastic as like say like you know the the where the warehouse scene in Batman v Superman, but at the same time yeah. it was like consistent throughout the whole movie. You know there wasn't um, you know there weren't any scene like fight scenes where I'm like ooh this doesn't look very good or oh, what the heck you know I think it was consistently good uh, yeah. throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I noticed that throughout the whole movie he's never like apart from Riddler he's never actually called Batman. He's known as Vengeance, like yeah. in the underworld. I thought that was interesting. interesting. That was interesting, yeah, yeah. That that was yeah. I did not expect that going into it because obviously in in the trailers he says like I'm Vengeance, you know. But I didn't really expect yeah. you know people to you know like especially Catwoman and Penguin, you know, we're calling him Vengeance a lot. What did you, so? This movie I think is a little unique too when it comes to the Bat gadgets because obviously he's still just starting out. Um, he has, you know, yeah. quite a bit of the, the gadgets we've seen in the comics and in the other movies and games, but there are a few things they added, like that knife. He has like a, te- a uh, 
in his chest. Yeah, which I thought was really interesting. They actually like made a you know the bat signal like have a purpose, but the bat symbol have a purpose besides just being there. Mm-hmm. You know, you can like pop it out. I was like, oh yeah. Um, and he actually did use it. Space you know? here. Right, ting, you know, I find it in- interesting. He doesn't really use it to fight. He uses it like it's like a utility knife. Like he, u- he just cuts the rope, doesn't he? The rope. Well, yeah, and because he that, used if the... you use a knife, then you would kill somebody. Right, exactly. That's, not, that's against the character. Which is kind of funny because yeah. he, you know, walks around with throwing stars all the time in the comics. It's throwing like, oh man, it's yeah. lucky he doesn't sever an artery. Those things, but. Yeah, well, he's aiming at the guns and stuff. You know? Oh, yeah, cool, yeah. Well, spe- body mass, you know? Speaking of the Batarangs, he didn't use them at all in this movie. He, did, he didn't seem to have them. No. Yeah, he doesn't seem to have any. I thought, like, the, the knife on his chest might have been a Batarang, which it could maybe be, like a big-ass throwing knife. <laughs> yeah, but right. it doesn't seem like he has any yeah. Batarangs. No. All I could really remember was, like, his um, grappling gun, mm-hmm. the knife. Yeah, it comes out of his sleeve, doesn't it? Which, like, which I thought was yeah. that is definitely unique. We have not seen that before, but yeah. it just pops out of his. Yeah, I, I love that. I, I think it's it's a really good. I feel like any <clears throat> you want to keep all of your stuff. Yeah, that you use constantly close to you. Right. And you don't want to have like a separate thing that you have to reach for when you could just like maybe like flick your hand out that's and it board. pops out of your wrist. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's like super useful to just have a pop out of it. And he has mm-hmm. one on each arm too. So he, yeah. he can use Ooh. it. Yeah. And that reminds me of my point of having everything super close to you mm-hmm. when he was up at the top of the police department. Oh yeah. And he was like, <laughs> yeah, the wings. And, and he was like, Oh my God, what am I going to do? Oh, I don't know. Unzip. And then it just <laughs> pops out. Yeah. yeah, I'm not really sure how it works, like how he unzips it, but I don't really care because like it was cool it was and, it, and it makes <laughs> sense. Yeah, and it kind of makes the most sense, like him gliding. You know, like Batman but begins kind of had that. Suit. Right, exactly. Yeah, wingsuits are very light material, yeah. very light. So I feel like if it, it's probably a one-time use type of deal. Well, yeah, it's what, it's what it seemed um, yeah, to be. So, so, yeah, like so you just unzip more, more it, and it's just, like, really folded up thin stuff, and it yeah. just pops out, and yeah. then it just, um, it's a one use, and you take it off, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, because when he's flying, he hits thingy, doesn't he? And then he, like, yeah. gets up, and he's still, like, carrying it around on his back. Yeah. Well, he, like, as he waddles off. Actually, he didn't have, like, it fell off, and he walked, he limped away, like, with, with, with without a cape. So I think oh, yeah. he, I, I think he has multiple like oh, yeah, wing, wingsuit capes that, you know, mm-hmm. it makes a sense in that that respect that he would just like use them yeah. once, you know. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I, I thought they'd do more mm-hmm. with the um with the suit is the the darts he has on his gauntlet. Me too. They were, yeah, they were there, they were there. But They're just he there. Never used them like, through the whole thing. Yeah. It's like it's like probably the worst part of the suit in people's opinion. Yeah. Commenting on that. Yeah, <laughs> but, like just these big, these big white darts on his gauntlet, and he doesn't use it through the whole movie. Yeah, and I feel like that was a problem that people had with the suit that they could have avoided because I he wonder didn't even what. Use them. Yeah, I wonder what they are because the, the, uh, there is no like really insight to it or like inclination yeah. of what they are. I, I assume maybe they they're dark. like sleep darts or yeah. something. Yeah, like sleep right. darts. You you go just go and it go pops yeah. out. Yeah, I really did expect them. I did. I really expected him to use them through throughout the movie, but he never did. They're just sort of there and never mentioned. I, I kind of wish they had yeah. like had a use for them because I mean they had had a use for like everything even his bat symbol so I kind of I wonder if it wasn't like a deleted yeah. scene or something oh and they the... made them but now they're not functioning <laughs> so we're just gonna keep them uh, on right oh yeah and the Batmobile that was 
a really cool oh like my, that's my truck. favorite yeah. Bumblebee. yeah honestly yeah, I, I think too, it might be mine opinion. too yeah it's it's very it is by far my favorite it's yeah they shied away from the tank design which has kind of been overdone like in arkham knight batman superman the, the dark knight trilogy and just kind of went back to the car roots but then also made it like insanely ramped up you know and customized so it feels like the batmobile still yeah but it's very down it's like it's something that i could i would think i would see maybe roaming the streets here yeah. yeah. Um. Where it's just like he's realistic. Yeah. yeah. It's it's. I forget what cards based off of. I, I, I'm thi- trying to think. I, I maybe think a, a charger, right? A Dodge Charger. It's, a, it's a, some. It's it's an old '70s muscle car. Yeah. And I love I love old muscle cars. Yeah. And the way they sound, and yeah. it just it, it it pushed all my buttons in the right way. <laughs> like yeah. the whole yeah. the whole time I saw the Batmobile on screen, I was just smiling, and uh, it was <laughs> it was just a fun time to watch it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was my favorite scene. The yeah. the car oh, chase. Yeah. yeah, it was my favorite scene because we yeah. got the penguin, the Batmobile, and angry Robert Pattinson, Batman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and, and it, as yeah. he's driving around, it's like you can hear the, like the music, like his theme song. Yeah, like, oh, boom, 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 like, as he's driving, like it right. That was awesome. And yeah, yeah, I got I, I can't lie, I got goosebumps <laughs> when I was watching. Yeah. That. Yeah, and I, I think it's really cool because I think car chases are really overdone in action movies, and you kind of be like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, there's, yeah, oh, it's, oh, it's, it's still going. But this one really kept you engaged yeah. like the whole time, pretty much, which I thought was really cool. And it wasn't cool. too long either, which no. I, was, I was really happy <clears> about. It was like three minutes. Yeah. Up. Yeah. And it was so, like, fast paced. Like, it didn't feel like three minutes. And I remember yeah. I, one, of my, one of our friends said, um, yeah, that he was, he thought that Batman was being very, very reckless in that scene. And that was after the first watch. We, I watched it a second time. Yeah. And I, I was watching specifically for that scene to see mm-hmm. if he intentionally or unintentionally injures somebody. He only like slams up against like a civilian car like once or yeah. twice. And that's a direct collision caused by the penguin. So he yeah. doesn't, he doesn't intentionally hit anybody and i i counted it it's like once or twice where he actually yeah. like makes contact with another vehicle he does a very very good right. very very <laughs> yeah. good job of like dodging everything yeah and i i think it was you know true to the roots of not you know killing anybody yeah as batman yeah especially not civilians it seems, it seems like it was a, it seems like it was a mix of the 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 car from the 60s with yeah. like the sort of base long design but it felt yes. quite compact, and then the yeah, sleek of the of the eighty nine, mm-hmm. the eighty nine car, it really like comes up on itself. Yeah, and it just it looked like it belonged in the scene. And I, I yeah. gotta be honest, the trailer, the trailer didn't do justice. It was so much better oh, on the yeah. scene, even though the trailer was so good. Yeah, and um, yeah, I was wondering how it was going to play out because you've got in the trailer from Penguin's uh, perspective, and you're looking at Batman walking towards you, and I was like, what happens now? Does he just like? stand there and then it cuts to black or does he like and then he like leans down sideways yeah that was and cool. then it cuts to him tied up against the wall yeah cool. I, I, yeah that, that, that was my favorite scene well and speaking of that scene the, for, for for just for just a <clears throat> second there it felt kind of like they were trying to draw parallels between like old westerns because like um all all all, all of a sudden slow the walking. slow walking and the theme kind of had like a uh, guitar chord playing that sounded very Western yeah. and even his boots, which you kind of were like that the whole movie, but his boots sounded almost like they had spurs on them, you know, like clink clink, you know, when he was walking over, I thought that was really interesting and kind of cool. 
Yeah. He seems really slow in this movie as well. Like right at the start when he's with the thugs, he like slowly walks up. Right. And it's like, it's like, he's, it's, I don't know whether it's his suit, like stopping his mobility mm-hmm. or like he does it to instill fear or what it is, but yeah. I, I liked it personally. Probably to instill fear because when he's actually fighting, he's actually pretty darn quick. Like it's yeah, actually in in the start when he's out, coming out of the shadows as well because yeah. you just it's just black and then you hear the footsteps and then he emerges. Yeah, which there so that's are, why I thought it was there. Yeah, there are a couple scenes where where they have him like completely enveloped in darkness and then he just sort of like comes out of the shadows. It looks really really cool. Really yeah. well done. Which speaking of that, like this, the whole cinematography, of the whole movie was freaking great. Like, yeah. don't want to talk about it too much because I feel like that's like everybody's go-to thing to analyze. But I mean, I think from start to finish, like they just used all these angles that like they didn't need to, but looked amazing. You know, and just like yeah. the it, skyline shots were great too. Yeah, it feels like because Marvel is all like medium shots, and that's yeah. what people assume. Like, right, you know, most most movies are now. Whereas this one was like, every shot felt like it had its own personality and character. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it felt different. It felt refreshing to have a movie that cares about the way it looks. Yes. Instead yeah. of it just being shot on like dull medium shots or oversaturated. Right, exactly. Yeah. And and to finish like the the, uh, the theme, or not the theme, but the, the cinematography, it actually feels like you're in Gotham. Not just mm-hmm. some yeah. cutter city. Like mm-hmm. I know it's a lot like New York or like I don't know Chicago. Know yeah, it's like Chris Nolan was just New yeah. York. Chris, yeah, yeah, right, it's yeah, just exactly. like it's very bland base shots of like the cityscape, all yeah. that. But this, it actually feels like you're in Gotham, like yeah. in the Joker, the uh, the new Joker film. That right. one feels like you're in like the shitty part of the city mm-hmm. of Gotham. It's yeah. Just, just a, it's a trashy like place. Yeah. This one, it, it, it just, it gives you the feel that you're in Gotham and they did a very good job with that. I think. And they gave Definitely. like a really nice film lenses and um, mm-hmm. filters on it. And it made me feel like it was, it was Gotham, not like just yeah. some random city. Yeah. Right. Like if, if, if you're inside, it's, it's either dark and then you go outside and it's just constant rain. And it, it gives yeah. it like this gothic vibe. Yeah, to it, exactly. Which, um, which I enjoyed. It was like it's. It felt like a place that I couldn't go to myself. Right. Which I think is right. Do, do you know what I mean? Though, like, it feels like it's not. It's not real, but it yeah. still feels realistic. In right its, in itself, it feels larger than life, but still realistic, still grounded. Yeah. Like, yeah. it seems like it could exist, but it doesn't. Right, which I think is really important, because I think Gotham itself, like, the city kind of has a personality of its own in the comics and a lot of the shows and stuff. You know, it, it's it's almost yeah. like a different character, even though it's a city. And I think, like, this version's probably done the best, like, live-action version has done the best, like, really agree, yeah. m- making the city feel like, oh, this is, like, you know, g- Gotham. Crime-ridden, cr- crime like... There, there are nice parts, there are crappy parts, but, you know, it's all g- Gotham, and it really feels like, you know, a very special and u- unique city. Not special than, like, great, but just, you know. <laughs> yeah. When I was speaking about how it's, um, how it's constantly raining outside. Yeah. It's, mm. Batman's in, like, 90% of this movie. Yeah. Like, 99%. He's in almost every shot, and if yeah. he's not with him, it's like, they're talking about him, so it's like right, pretty much. Yeah, he's always there in a way throughout it. Yeah, he's like 
you don't see much of Bruce Wayne either. No. Which you you don't really tell when you on your first watch, but on your second watch, you like you sort of think about what Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. or could be doing mm-hmm. um, in like in between these scenes. Yeah. Sleeping. Yeah, sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And speaking of Bruce Wayne, um, I know some people were kind of like, um, weren't super happy that they basically like Bruce Wayne wasn't really like Bruce Wayne, you know, from the comics. But Kirk Cobain. Right, Kirk Cobain. But like that was like kind of the whole point. Like I, I don't know why so many people were like seemed surprised by that because Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson had been saying for like a year, like yeah he's basically devoted everything to being Batman. He hasn't figured out, like, you know, the Bruce Wayne persona yet. He's honestly, like, doesn't really want to be Bruce Wayne. He wants to be Batman. And I think they pulled that off, like, perfectly. And I think a lot of people, like, saw that, but some people didn't like it. And, like, I mean, you know, fair enough, I guess. But I think they did a good job for what they did. Obviously, if if that was, like, the whole trilogy is, like, Bruce Wayne just, like, you know, brooding in in his Batcave. I wouldn't like that, but in the course of the story and the character development, I think it worked well. I I think me and you talked about this on Instagram. A lot of the movies in Quiet Whispers. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Especially with him. Even when he's, like, not wearing the cowl and he's just speaking to Alfred or the maid, he's still, like, talking under his breath. Yeah. I think it was when you posted the scene um, where he punches Gordon. Yeah. And I, I, I texted you about it. Yeah. Yeah, mustache with a broken nose. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell what you were saying. Yeah, sound like one word. It took me like, yeah, it took me like two times watching. I'm like, oh, that's what he said. Okay, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I I was a little nervous that it'd be the whole movie would be really quiet, and Mm. you you'd have to pay more attention to what they're saying. Right. I didn't really feel that while watching it. No, it's just like specific dialogue scenes. I think they were like that in mostly certain characters. Cause like penguin was never quiet. <laughs> like at all. No, no he was screaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, kind of wrap things up. Um, it's talking about like some Easter eggs and maybe some trivia and stuff. Um, I'm trying to think of, there weren't a whole lot of Easter eggs. Like, for a Batman movie, there wasn't a whole lot of Easter eggs. It was very, like... The Joker. Yeah, right, the Joker, which, like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah speaking Who? of the Joker, whoa, like, whoa. let's talk about that new scene that was, well, at least when, yeah. when we're recording this, the new scene that came out um, yesterday. Probably more that like, it's been released about him. Yeah. Uh, actual pictures of him on set and stuff. Right. But as of now, we've only got the deleted scene. Yeah. Which I thought the deleted scene was way better than that tease scene we got in the actual oh, movie. I I, I, yeah. I I really wish they would have just completely swapped them. Yeah, but had the deleted scene at an earlier stage in the movie, it yeah. would have been. I think it would have set it up really well because during that scene, it doesn't seem like Batman truly. He doesn't know who he is. Yeah. So he wants to go to somebody th- that can think slash is what he's looking for, and. I think that would be a really good lead up to trying to find out who the Riddler is. Cause that's practically 50, 50 to 70% of the whole movie. Yeah. Just trying to figure out who he is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it reminded me a lot of like signs of the lambs and even, um, the long Halloween mm-hmm. when Batman talks to calendar man about the holiday killer. Um, I yeah. really wish they yeah. kept that in. That would have been a cool thing. And, and it felt like it was actually part of the story. Whereas the end scene with Joker felt like, Ooh, Joker's in this world. Like, Oh really? Wow. Cool. Another Joker. Like, I, no. I had no idea. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think, yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, when, when you're watching the, the actual scene that made the cut, um, with, I don't know how you say it. Is it Barry Keoghan or Barry Keegan or something like that? Something like that. Um, no, it's Irish. <clears throat> 
Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, you sort of you take into account that he exists, but you're not too interested. Like, right? Yeah. Oh, the Joker exists, right? Anyway, let's talk about Riddler again. Yeah. And that I feel like if we got this deleted scene in the movie, uh, the, I think it was cut because it makes Batman seem like he's not a good detective, even though he's nearly in the world's great detective. Uh, it, it makes him seem like yeah. something like that, but I'm not too bothered. I, mean, I think it would work. I'm not part. very bothered either, but it, I think it would have been really, it's a really nice tie-in because mm-hmm. like you said, it makes him seem like he's not a very great detective. But yeah, in these types of scenes where they call on the enemy to help find the enemy, yeah, it, I'd say yeah. it's not really well, saying that you're a bad detective, but you know your allies, allies in quotation marks, right. in that like time period where you know you're using all of your resources to help to make the final i don't know yeah all your resources to make the final cut or whatever yeah 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 figure out yeah which i mean like they do that all the time and like the the detective shows and in the detective crime movies you know they interview yeah you know past serial killers there's whole tv shows based off of that so i mean Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't really think it takes away too much from him being a d- good detective, especially considering the whole movie was like, yeah, th- this is like a new breed of, you know, serial killer we have in this city. No, none of us have seen it before. So I think it would make sense that Batman, you know, I mean, he did it in, in The Long Halloween. And The Long Halloween is like one of the most iconic Batman de- detective comics. So, you know, I don't really see a yeah. whole, I don't really see an issue with it, honestly. Yeah, and, what, what do you guys think about his design? as well yeah, yeah. I was just about to ask right yeah I'll, I'll, yeah let you, let you go you guys go first or against james okay i'll go first yeah. okay. <laughs> um so Wait. Uh, when, when I, I i first saw stills stills mm-hmm. of it and i was like i was intrigued with it um yeah. and then i went and watched the whole video and mm-hmm. his mannerisms yeah and first you know everybody thought that sees it will will think oh it's a lot like heath ledger's joker Mm-hmm. Um, he has a lot of same the, like, the, the, yeah. the same mannerisms where he's kind of like smacking his lips a little bit, and he's kind of like got that kind of yeah. like kind of like weird quirky mm-hmm. thing going on. And yeah. I think I think that works. The reason why everybody likes Heath Ledger's Joker is that it works. Mm-hmm. And if they play off of that, I'm a hundred percent okay with it. Yeah. The design, I think it looks like he fell into some like. Flesh eating acid, and he got yeah. he got pulled out really quickly. Um, his, yeah. he's got like yeah two percent of his up. body hair on his head. Yeah, his back yeah, of the head is all oh my, like he yeah. just looks like he's like ninety five percent skin grafts, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. like his his, I know a lot of like people a- are complaining about Anakin his lips freaking, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, he looks like <laughs> yeah, he just looks like he's been like completely <laughs> screwed up and like he's yeah. been try- he's been like patched back together by some really shoddy. Yeah. uh doctors awesome yeah. Doctor. yeah yeah <laughs> so i think i think he looks pretty cool and i think it fits very very well with the setting of these movies that <laughs> exactly. they're going for a much more deeper darker yeah, totally serial killery matt yeah. reeves is very like influenced by serial killers and i think it would be mm-hmm. a very really cool style something that we haven't yeah. really seen as the joker yet because i think yeah exactly with this one he'd just be like an in unhinged like crazy maniac mm-hmm. i feel like yeah. that's what they would be going with and i think the the vibe and the the aesthetic of him goes very very well with that yeah 
I, I'd say I'm, I'm not disappointed and I'm not super, mm. super wowed by it either. But sure, yeah. Because when you're like, okay, we're going to make a really gross, creepy looking Joker, I feel like that's like exactly what mm-hmm. come out of the brain, yeah. which I, I guess I'd give him credit for. Like, that's what everybody would think of when they're like, I want a creepy, yucky Joker. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. Yeah. 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 I, I think it was, I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I remember reading about, um, it was something about he wanted his smile to be like a, a birth a yeah, disability or something like that defect, yeah. and it, like he's constantly smiling and because mm. when it's the way it's shot it's like it's blurry so yeah. you've got like the actual netting of the cell and then as he like slowly comes to the end of the scene he like slowly comes in focus mm-hmm. and you don't see his full face you just see like his top half and then he like moves his mouth his up lips. and you can see all like the yeah his lips all bust and like yeah. cut open and so his fingernails are chewed yeah. off and he's got all scars <laughs> on the back of his head yeah. and stuff like that it, it reminds me a lot of the Joker from Gotham with yeah. the uh, not but, much hair with the scars on his head. Yeah, but not without a stupid the looking. white skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like his laugh as well. I gotta say, yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. When I first it's hard to match. When, when I first heard it in the in the movie with that yeah. that scene, I, I was a little. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I wasn't sure about it. But the more he went into it in this scene, I'm, yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. It, it feels like he fits in this. In yes. This, universe like james yeah. was saying he feels like he could be a serial killer that's fell into a vat of chemicals and then been dragged out mm-hmm. worked on and then locked up yeah, yeah. and it's and, like and that's how the he seems obsessed works, with batman as well where it doesn't really matter unless you're caught in the deed or whatever you fall into a vat of chemicals you get taken out unless you know this is the ideal system i guess where you get <laughs> taken out one. then you then you then you then you get all your medical stuff down and there you go now you're life in prison <laughs> and now you're hideous so, yeah yeah now you're yeah. hideous and you can live with it yeah yeah so I, th- I think it makes perfect sense the way it, it works yeah and i think yeah like you said too james like it's a unique take but still still feels jokery like i think yeah. when when i first saw the scene yeah. in the movie i'm like Dang it, another Joker. Like, we need another Joker. Now we have more Batman than there are Jokers, you know? Or no, more Jokers than there are Batman. <laughs> more you Jokers. Know? Yeah. yeah. More so I was like, ooh, we need another one. But after seeing that deleted scene, that actually intrigued me a lot more. And I'm like, this could actually be a pretty unique take. But also if it was, like, developed um, well. And, like, you know, he because he's not really Joker yet in this scene. He's just some, like, cr- crazy dude. He's in his infancy. Right, exactly. If they do it well, he could be pretty close, I think, to like the Arkham version of Joker, which I think is my yeah. favorite, honestly. The 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 Arkham games version, especially mm-hmm. a little later on when he's like all scarred and stuff. I think I, I'm not sure yeah. about the rest of the scars, but like you said, Matt Reeves said, like the smile was like a disease that he was born with, which would be an interesting thing to explore. Like him basically being like an outcast since he was a kid because he, you know, he looks so ugly that works a lot because it doesn't you don't have to go into the stupid backstory oh why do i look like this well i was born like this it does, and, and yeah. i was born like this and well, then my I, father. I fell and i and i got screwed up you don't have to go into that right, right. Yeah. Yeah. you don't have to go into that which i think would help immensely yeah because then it's just an unanswered question that mm. nobody really needs answering because yeah. nobody cares and it sort of gives yeah. an origin without like spelling it out like in the yeah. Joker movie, yeah, and and I think what you just said would be really nice. I think it would be a really good thing to play off of, where you've been disfigured your whole life and you're an mm-hmm. outcast your whole life, and it kind of yeah. just comes up to this, and it's a building point, and you kind of boil over, and you you look crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
He seems like um, he's obsessed with Batman as well because yes. his first words are "It's almost our anniversary." Yeah, like he's counting down the days. And yeah, he, he thinks the the folders are at like an anniversary gift to mm -hmm. him. Yeah, and it, it it shows that he is crazy as well. Yeah, I, I like the relationship that they seem to right unwillingly have uh, on on Batman's part. Yeah, but yeah, they do seem like they they would they work together mm -hmm. in the "You Complete Me." Um, right so dynamic between them both yeah i think j just from that scene you kind of see the inkling of that relationship between you know that like arch enemy relationship we always see in the comics yeah. and even like in the, the dark knight you know he's like kill you where where would i be without you that kind of thing you know <clears throat> yeah they'll always be connected no matter what yeah like happens between them they'll always mm -hmm. sort of have that dynamic between them both yeah um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm interested to see where they go. Yeah, no. Mm -hmm. I see. He's not interested yeah. doing in doing it with the sequel. But yeah, I, I feel like because they were on about doing an Arkham Asylum show as well. Right. And I feel like if they were going to implement him at some point in this universe, it'd be in that show first. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, I think that'd be an interesting way to develop his character before we see him on the big screen. Yeah. Um, like, but obviously yeah. in the in the movie where if he's going to be brought in. Mm -hmm have him as like some sort of explanation as like where he is in his mm -hmm. character development at this point. Cause yeah. if we're right in saying that the Arkham TV show is going to develop him mm -hmm. and people, obviously people aren't going to watch the show. Like most people will, but there will be some right. that won't because they're just not a fan of the superhero shows. Like yeah. me personally, I don't, I don't watch many of them. Mm -hmm. I watch a couple and that was it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you just got to be careful with how you play Joker because yes. I don't think anyone will let you compare him with, like James was saying earlier about compar comparisons. Right. No no one will let him go against Heath Ledger. But right. I guess it's subjective as what you see the Joker as being because, mm -hmm. yeah, Definitely. you just got to be careful with how he's portrayed in these movies. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, so I think that scene kind of gave him, like, potential to be interesting. Um. I, I am definitely curious to see what they do in the sequels. I think it would work best if they sort of like show him a little bit in like kind of like little snapshots or like kind of like that deleted scene. Teasers. T teasers. And then like yeah. towards the end, he finally becomes Joker and they actually, you know, this is like the big climactic, you know, face off between Joker and Batman. Something like that. Yeah. I wonder what his suit would look like as well. Cause he's always had yeah. like the purple suit, the green yeah. under suit. And then, yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see, I don't want him to go in a route with, so I feel like with the Riddler, it works with him being like a military uh, sort of coat, jacket, yeah. and then the mask. But you, like I said a minute ago, you've got to be careful with how you like show the Joker in these movies. Right. So if they, if they stray too far from the source material in the comics of him having like purple suit and like yeah. the tie and stuff. Well, they kind of tried but, that in Su Suicide Squad and people didn't like it. Yeah. yeah. And the purple jacket and yeah, nothing like underneath. Crocodile skin coat or whatever, alligator skin coat. Yeah. yeah. Look how that turned out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. People loved that. But I, I, I want it to be unique as well. Like, yeah. I don't want it to just be the exact same. Like, I want it to have some sort of distinct feature that, like, if you had a display of all the suits, you mm -hmm. that one is the, uh, yeah. the Batman. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, so I guess to sort of close things out, I know um, you and me, Ethan, we talked about this a little bit on Instagram. 
But what would be like one or two characters, whether they be villains or just other bad Batman characters? <laughs> yeah, that that you want to see yeah. in like a sequel or the other sequels, and if you can think of somebody, like who would you cast as that character or characters? Yeah, yeah I remember. I think we both agreed on Hush yeah. or Tommy Elliot. Hush was I feel really like, cool. Yeah, he, he works. He would work in this universe. He seems like mm-hmm. a character that isn't too far fetched for it, but he's. Mm-hmm. Like still interesting in his own right, and yeah, uh, I think I said Professor Pig as well. I oh, feel yeah. like he's not he's that's he's underrated. That's yeah. who I was he's, just about to, That's who I was just about to say is Professor Pig. Yeah, I think Professor Pig would work perfectly in this universe, especially with the style of how mm-hmm. Matt Reeves yeah. likes to do yeah. do villains. And I think yeah, I think it would be a really cool down like down to earth type villain that would yeah. That would work perfectly. I, I think yeah. they might have to go with the rated R for it, but PG thirteen might work if it's like a really hard PG thirteen, kind of yeah. like this one. Yeah, but yeah, it barely touches PG thirteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With Professor Pig, you'd have to not have him too similar to the Riddler, is like him being a, mm-hmm. a serial killer. You got to have him like played as actually being insane. Yeah. Like he's got these this preconceived idea of what humans should be. Well like an Arkham Knight. Think, yeah, that yeah, that's that that was my favorite interpretation. Yeah, same. Because yeah, he's same. like he's he's not really pushed on you as a character in the game. But as you like you travel in the city, you'll you'll hear the opera music and it's like a calling card. And then you go down, you see the dead body and then you analyze mm-hmm. it and it yeah, I, I recently replayed Arkham Knight as I said before we started this mm-hmm. uh, recording, and I, I, I it, those always um, stuck with me. Those side missions, I think they are my favorite missions from that game. Yeah, I um, think mine too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, when I was playing through it again because I started replaying it a couple of weeks after watching the Batman, mm-hmm. and it's it felt like I was sort of in a weird way watching a sequel or something like that where mm-hmm. it's like he's discovering and like uncovering who who was murdering people and even though like i already knew it was still interesting to like sort of go through what he's like, how he's figuring it out like the deep tissue scanners that he has where right. he like figures out yeah. he like rules down the people i think that would be interesting to see done in a movie Definitely. but it can't really be like yeah similar to riddler or it would be difficult to have it similar to the Arkham games, just because. Right, they've already kind of done have already the, seen that, and they've already kind of done this serial done. killer thing with Riddler, like you said. Yeah, I think that would be difficult, but I, mm. I, I think he really fits in this universe. Yeah. If you're thinking about definitely what type of character he is, and then I think we also said about is it Rachel? We said Rachel yes. Wood, didn't we? Yeah, and I, I, I was thinking, um, what's his name? Who was I going to cast? Oh yeah, you said uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You I, I, said it. it sounds stupid, but I can't remember who it was. You said Nick Cage. Oh yeah, just, just no, hear me out. Because <laughs> he can act to the degree that I think is needed for this character. For the character, mm-hmm. he's got he's got the ability to act in whatever way he wants. He just chooses to go with the um, yeah the... the weirdo in in his movies, right? And like the crazy eyes, but. <laughs> I feel like if you wanted to make him again godly, like a godly figure, like he does in the uh, Arkham games again, mm-hmm. um, then like the Lazarus could be a whole like another story arc. Yeah, of that would be really cool. Him like 
in the underworld of or the background of what's been happening in like different movies mm-hmm. or in the shows he's like always been there i think that would be interesting to see batman uncover something that's like supernatural in a way like yeah. it's not it's not the norm it can't be explained yeah but, that would be cool yeah I, i'm not sure about nick cage anymore i was thinking about <laughs> it a couple of days ago as well i mean i f- but, um, f- feel like he'd be really good at some sort of villain but i mean he he yeah but i, I don't know who because like he definitely is a underestimated actor because he's done so many like wacky projects but he, yeah. he, he, he he's, he's actually a really like good robert actor robert when he wants Pattinson. to be what yeah, it's a little bit like Robert Pattinson because no one, yeah. no one was sure about him. That's true. And everyone, they had the idea of Twilight, where it's like mm-hmm. was having the idea of him being a wacky actor, mm-hmm. but like Robert <laughs> yeah. Pattinson pulled it off. Oh yeah. So you never, you never, you never know. Yeah. What, 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 what would James say? Yeah. Villains and fancast. Uh man bat. Ha, that would actually be interesting. We Ooh, never kind of cool. That would definitely be going like. The only problem with that is it'd be de- definitely going away from like the grounded thing. But then the again, grounded thing. So so with the uh, League of Shat or League of Assassins and the you know League of Assassins, yeah, Lazarus yeah. Pit. But Lazarus. I, I feel like I feel like it's the type of it's the type of grounded to where mm-hmm. he could do it as long as it's just actually thought out yeah and it's actually well yeah. written yeah i feel like it doesn't really matter as much because like uh, it's a superhero movie no yeah. one expects it to be real it's it's yeah. a superhero movie yeah. about a guy that runs around with a cape and bad ears <laughs> yeah it's not it, a realistic yeah. film right that's yeah exactly yeah yeah so i i don't really have a problem with it being like having these weird mutated people in it mm-hmm. because i think it would work really it would, it would work cool it would be, cool. be actually pretty cool, especially if it played up kind of like the horror elements, like this movie did a little yeah. bit. Okay, okay, you guys did ask me about fan casting, and I did look yeah. it up. Yeah. Um, just to help end this part, um, yeah. Mark Hamill. That'd be pretty <laughs> As cool. As Kirk Langstrom, that'd be interesting. Yeah, or, or Ralph, he... Ralph Fiennes. Ooh, that would yeah. be pretty cool. That would be cool. That would be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I have yeah. to think of that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think... I think for me, like we kind of talked about it, I think Hush would be would be really cool. I'd really like to see him like de- developed though, like he and like Tommy Elliott and Bruce are kind of like friends, or like they were like ch- childhood friends, and then then they like reconnect in the sequel once you know B- Bruce kind of stops being you know a recluse all the time, you know, and um, kind of. He, you know, it'd be kind of cool if he was kind of like the Harry Osborne to Peter Parker, you know, kind of like, you know, they're really good friends. And then like in like a third movie or something, they reveal that, you know, like Hush pops up and they re- reveal that it's him or something. Um, I yeah. f- think that would be kind of interesting. Also, I really want to see the uh, Court of Owls. I know Robert Pattinson said yeah. it'd be cool to show, show them in a sequel. It'd be really cool to have them show up in like Talon and everything. That would be a really good adaptation of like the, you know, the new 52 court of owls storyline. Yeah. I remember when the trailers, when the first trailer came out and the first card, like the first clue has an owl mm-hmm. on the front and everyone was like, it, it's yeah. the court of owls there behind it. Right. But yeah. And with hush, I think I said to you that it, mm-hmm. it would be hard to have him have his main story arc of being mm-hmm. wanting to look like Bruce Wayne and yeah. like ruin his social image. 
because yeah. um, obviously you can't have two Robert Pattinsons. I mean, you could get a stunt double, but that yeah. would be complicated. Well, and and if you have an actor playing well, Tommy no, Elliot, if you have an actor playing Tommy Elliot, then you kind of re- replace him with Robert Pattinson once he does the plastic surgery. I think yeah. you could do it though without that whole plastic surgery angle, because like his main motivation was he's basically just like a psycho that like wants to like he basically blames Bruce and his family for say like for saving his parents because when he was a little kid he purposefully cut their brake lines to get their yeah. get like the inheritance and like you know but but then Bruce's dad saved uh, I think his dad's life. So he basically just like secretly hated Bruce Wayne and their whole family for like decades. So I f- yeah. feel like you you could do a variation of that storyline without doing the whole plastic surgery thing necessarily. Yeah, I yeah it doesn't really matter because of the bandages anyway. That right, mean, you, you could wear those for ninety percent of the movie, and you you wouldn't really question it. Right, exactly. I know we just finished talking about it, but mm-hmm. when James said about Man Bat, yeah, this might be a hot take, but don't. I wouldn't want it done overdone with CGI. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you, it's hard to make a, a man bat mm-hmm. look practical and look yeah. good. But with the I CGI, I don't, I don't want it overdone. It's very, it's very doable. The world you of practical combine. effects is amazing. Yeah, you I mean, just could... look what like Kyle Farrell did. Well, yeah, that, that, that looks. Yeah, it's, it's that's all practical effects. Makeup on that—it's all crazy. amazing. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, and the yeah. prosthetics and everything—you mm-hmm. you just put it. It's amazing. I think you can. They do had it. this tech. You could. You could do it. You could yeah. do it. It's very easily done. Yeah. It's just like you said, CGI over CGI. It's just. I think it's lazy. Yeah. And it looks. It makes it tacky as well. It, yeah. It usually look a hundred percent better if you do it practically. Yeah. I mean, Especially some overdone. Yeah, I think some characters kind of have to be CGI. Like, say, Thanos or like Hulk would 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 look really yeah. weird if you had like just a dude and yeah. You know, well, but... yeah, we 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 have a non a non CGI Hulk. Yeah, <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> from like what? Yeah, from the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't look very Lou good. Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely agree with that whole CGI thing. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's pretty much all I had to talk about. You, you guys want to have any f- last final words about the movie? Or anything associated eh, with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. It was all right. <laughs> yeah. <it> was... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen better. <laughs> it's, right. It seems like he's going down. He's redoing uh, villains from like the movies that didn't really get their, their justice served. Yeah. With him doing Riddler, like obviously the last Riddler that we had mm-hmm. properly yeah. live action discounting Gotham was Jim Carrey. Yeah. And we all know how that went. Yeah. So, oh yeah. yeah Everyone yeah. loves that movie a lot. Yeah, and because he wants to do Mister Freeze, it just reminds me of like they're all from that same sort of true era. Yeah. Awful, yeah. tacky. <laughs> yeah. Two Face was redeemed, but yeah, yeah. But but he He's also doing, like, the did... ones that everyone hates. Two Face also didn't really get much screen times. So it'd be cool to see like more of a descent into madness with with Two Face that we got, but like in twenty minutes in 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 the Dark Knight, you know. Yeah. I think Mr. Freeze would be really cool, though, because he's actually a really tragic character. You know, he's more than just, like, everybody freeze or whatever. You know, he's... You know, it's his wife. It's, yeah. It's his, his motive. Yeah, and there's a, there's actually this Batman animated series movie, like, uh, I think Heart of Ice or something. 
Um, yeah, yeah, that's actually re- really cool because like it really goes into Mister Freeze and like his motivations and why he's doing what he's doing just to save his wife. I think it'd be cool to like kind of have an a- an adaptation of that and make it more grounded, but also kind of make you sympathize with him a little, little bit because he's not a classic villain necessarily just doing things for completely selfish reasons or just to kill people you know should we go rating for the movie uh, out of 10 yeah sure if you want yeah go ahead uh nine nine eight there's, there's definitely some stuff that i'd improve but i think yeah. overall even if you're going to just as like a movie fan you still yeah. you're still going to enjoy it yeah just I, based off the cinematography oh, the performances yeah. it's a really yeah. well done movie I expected good and mm-hmm. it exceeded it my expectations. Yeah. 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 I, I, I write movies a lot differently than other, a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I have a very complex system of doing it because <laughs> yeah. I think about the ratings. I think movies get a lot of high ratings far too often. Well, like 10 out of 10, know, which is kind of know. impossible because no movie is 10 out of 10 perfect. is a completely perfect movie and there's no such thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then zero, a zero is it's not a movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. One, one one is like an attempt at a movie. You know, it, it kind of gauges like that. Like a five, I'd say a five is a pretty good movie. But yeah. for this, I'd probably go, give it to like you know, goddamn eight point seven, nearing a nine. Yeah, and that's like yeah. that's a lot. Saying yeah. eight point seven for yeah. a movie, if you go by the terms of zero to ten, mm-hmm. that's a yeah. phenomenal it, movie. Yeah, I'd probably give it an eight point seven. Somewhere in between there and a nine, so a yeah. nine, that's near perfection. Yeah, I, th- I think I, I probably give, I probably give it like a, a nine or a nine and a half, something like that. Like there were some things I didn't like. Definitely, it's not one hundred percent perfect, but overall, it was like really, really good. Mm-hmm. As well, I was gonna say, um, like, right, like talking about it as a Batman movie, mm. I, I'd definitely rate it. Probably, I don't really want to start controversy and like, <laughs> like between, between whoever watches this but do whatever in the dark knight levels oh for f- my, i mean <laughs> i just like the dark knight trilogy so it's a hundred percent better than that I, I think it's i think it's it's a good trilogy but it's it's overrated definitely in yeah. my opinion yeah yeah really overrated but it's still like enjoyable to watch like it's, oh, yeah, I but, go that but, far. okay the f- <laughs> for the first two the the Third one drags on a bit for me. That's my like. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I'm not a fan of the Don Knight. Don Knight Rises is he's yeah. probably his favorite of the trilogy. Yeah, same. I think yeah, the Batman's a good start to what will hopefully be a better trilogy. Yeah. I yeah. can't. I can't talk about that much because <laughs> yeah, like you would just be like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah it turns into like a whole podcast. Original, yeah. yeah, right. We 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 so yeah, don't, we don't get me started. Yeah, on that. no, don't do that. No. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> this this was awesome. Thanks for joining Thank me, Ethan. Up. And right. thank you, James. Anytime. Even though you've frozen. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, there we for... go. <laughs> and... Let's try not to have camera issues next time. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed that episode. <laughs> My voice cracked. That was fun. Uh, and be sure to check us out on YouTube at Casual Experts. And check us out on social media. We're on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all the all the pretty much all the platforms. And check out Ethan and James. All those usernames will be in the description of this episode. And we'll catch you next time.